Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right now, though, let's go to football legend Julie Dolan. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone? Oh, we're well, and we can't wait for later on this afternoon against France. Can you give us your preview of probably one of the biggest games the Matildas have ever played? It will be the biggest game, uh, especially in recent history. And I know everyone's thinking, oh, yes, we had a friendly game against France and we beat them. Um, this is going to be a completely different scenario tonight, you know. Um what we have to be really careful of tonight is they have a lot of tall timber, so and we don't have a lot of tall players, especially in the defensive line. So any balls across the box uh, are going to be dangerous. And, and similarly, if we're putting balls up high uh, in their box, you know we'll probably just get picked off. So. Um, yeah, very interesting game tonight. But look, the girls have all done this before. They've got big, big match experience. They've played against really tall players. So, um, look, it should be a tight contest. Julie, the big question is, Sam Kerr, she had about 12, 15 minutes uh, in the last game against Denmark. And now uh, discussion in and around whether uh, you start Sam Kerr or not. What do you do as coach? Do you start the world's best striker? Uh, with 12, 15 minutes under a belt, or do you take her or get her to come on uh, as an impact player uh, at some stage throughout the game? Look, there's, there's no definite word on Sam Kerr, whether, you know, what I'm hearing is if she's fit. So that in itself probably tells you that she's going to come on as an impact player. And um, that'll be great. You know, having the luxury of, of such a superstar coming on while, you know, the rest of the team has got us to the quarterfinal. Wow. Um, you know, so that is, we're sitting in a really nice position. I've got to say, I've got to say, there was a lot of teams shuddering, right, uh, for the simple fact that she got on there with 12, 15 minutes to go. Um, they were shaking in their boots going, oh my goodness, this girl, they've done what they've done so far, but... Uh, then bring on the world's best striker. Hey, Butes, do you heavy. know that Julie Dolan is going to every single Matilda's game through this campaign as the <laughs> inaugural Matilda's captain? Hey, Julie, I just want to get your thoughts on France because 4-0 against Morocco, but I watched the highlights again this morning. And were France brilliant, or in my opinion, I feel like Morocco were really poor and they were down 3-0 at half time. France were brilliant and Morocco is certainly not a top 10 contender by any stretch of the imagination. So um, we could probably, you know, expect France to do quite well. They're, they're clinical, they're, they're highly skilled. And we saw that um, against a team that's not as competitive. So, yes, both. Uh, France, really good. Morocco, not as good. Julie, you being uh, a former Matilda captain uh, and an expert in the game, talk me through some of your 
players that, you know, for the Australian team that you have, have just really stood out for you throughout this tournament? I thought Caitlin Ford the other night was absolutely outstanding, scored a, a great goal, uh, well set up by Mary Fowler. But just curious as to what your thoughts are, who has been, and there's been many of them, uh, but who for you have been the standouts for the Aussies? Oh, you've picked one of them, Michael. Um, basically, I've been waiting for Ford to really pull the trigger and, and she's gotten that confidence now, so I hope that continues. Um, also, uh, I said coming into the World Cup, I don't think you could win without Gori. Uh, is one of my favourites. Yep. And she, she's one of those players that just gets about and does her stuff and you don't really realise how much impact she's having. Um, again, Cooney Cross, I'm waiting for her to, to just pull the trigger as well. She's, she's been really good. Um, also, one of the players that has probably flown under the radar as well is Claire Hunt. Wow. She has mm. just been so solid in the back line. And look, you can't go past Steph Catley banging away, you know, penalty after penalty. And uh, there, there have been a lot of outstanding performances. So um, bodes well, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm glad you said about Katrina Gorey because, in my opinion, mm. the other night she really did put on a masterclass. Butes? Yeah, look, and I've got to say, I love you know some of those names you talked about, uh, Cooney Cross, and I love wow, you know yeah. I watched it. I watched it the other night because um, they broke down the goals that the Australians scored, and for me, mm. the thing that stood out was the work off the ball that the likes of Caitlin oh, yeah. Ford did, like from where that where she come from. Uh, you know, yep. whole 80 metres to get the other end. Cooney Cross did likewise, started the movement and then, you know, created that final uh, pass before uh, the goal. It was uh, a really good breakdown. And what about the pass from Mary Fowler oh. to Caitlin oh Ford? Left footer, outstanding. Yeah, it reminded wow. me of uh, Pat, the great Patrick Schwanzweig would deliver a pass like oh. that. Julie, can you give us your thoughts on Spain's win? And can you believe they scored in the 111th minute a teenager... Spain through to the final four, they'll face Sweden. Yeah, and I think um, everyone was expecting a much different game yesterday. Uh, but Spain, you know, they, they persevered. And as you say, at the 11th hour, wow, what a cracking goal too. And, and the way that that player just took on the defence and uh, rammed it home was excellent. Yeah, it's gonna, and the uh, the other quarterfinal saw Sweden two one victors over the Japanese. Probably the Japanese some missed opportunities at the back end of that game proved to be really costly for them, Julie. Yeah, and again that was you know from what we've seen from Japan in the lead up to that game yesterday, no one was expecting that either. We expected Japan to come out you know all guns blazing, um, and. They, they seemed to be outplayed yesterday to me, so it was not what I was expecting, and um, you know, I think that's a general feeling. But yeah, 2-1, that's not, uh, that's not a, you know, a thrashing by any, by any means. So um, I think they can hold their heads high, and uh, they've done very well in this tournament. So, Julie, our game at 5 o'clock, Matilda's up against France, and then England, who've been based here on the beautiful Central Coast, up against Colombia. How do you see that one? Oh, jeez, um, what a game. I mean, you look at any of the games coming up and whether the Matildas there are there or not, you know, they're cracking games. England against Colombia. Uh, I, I may have mentioned before, I saw England in the UK in April this year and they are such a good team. Such a good team. So I'm expecting them to have a win against Colombia, but 
Um, we've seen a lot of the tall poppies fall in this tournament. Um, US has gone home, Germany's gone home, Canada's gone home. There's a lot of the top teams that we might have expected to see there already home. Um, you, so wouldn't it be great if uh, Colombia just snuck one in? You, uh, on my podcast, I was really privileged to catch up with you just before the tournament started. You actually predicted that the US wouldn't make it three in a row. And you did predict yeah. the Matildas would go deep in the tournament. You're like uh, Nostradamus. Uh, well, it could all uh, fall apart this afternoon. Let's hope not. Don't put the mockers on it. Um, but I did pick England to win. So, um, and I shouldn't have said that because, uh, you know, that, that might jinx everybody now. There is, there is an article in the Telegraph today, I think it's Brent Reid, who I've got great respect for, and I'm sure you do, Buttes, as well. And he says, how do we harness this now? How do we capitalise on this love that we've got for football? And, yeah, Johnny Warren used to say all the time that it's the sleeping giant in Australian sports. So what are your thoughts about football and how we really embrace this and celebrate it and then take it to the next level in both men's and women's football? I think the the momentum behind it now is is so great. So, and but the difference these days, Steve, is we've got teams in place to harness that momentum and keep driving it long after this big roadshow leaves town. So it's going to be a much harder gig uh, pushing it along after the you know the spotlight's off us. So um, you know you go banging on people's doors asking for money to, to fund this and fund that and it's not so it's not front of mind for everybody so um, the hard work starts once the spotlight's off but there's enough momentum behind them now to to kick it along Julie tonight's game uh, five o'clock kickoff Suncorp will be an absolute buzz and, and we know what it's like up there in origin time uh, but this I will know, be yeah. something special, I have no doubt about is, it. And is the, Julie on Caxton Street as uh, we speak? I hope so. I hope she's in the Caxton <laughs> Hotel having a couple of schooners or something, knocking down a few I beers. I need them. <laughs> yeah, just to calm the nerves, Julie. Um, yeah, yeah, really. Like, can you sense, you know, the hype within the, the city itself and not only in the city but around the country? Like, this is unbelievable at the moment. Yeah, and, and I can, Michael. It's, uh, I keep telling the story. I walked out of the local store the other day and this 35-year-old tradie said, go to Matilda's, you know. And 20 minutes later, he finished telling me and chatting about Mary Fowler this, Katrina Gorry that, uh, Mackenzie Arnold this, you know. So he knew everybody. He knew what they did. And it, it just, those stories just keep coming up. So um, that's how you know something has grabbed you yes. know, the attention of the nation and they really really have and and I heard someone say you know uh, the injury to Sam Kerr um, that's the calf that stopped the nation um, and it pretty much is well I think it's right up there with pluggers groin Oh, <laughs> actually it's bigger <laughs> it's bigger than pluggers I groin I don't ever want to go there about how big pluggers groin yeah. is that's the Aussie way though yeah. Don't we love jumping on the bandwagon? Oh, mate, we love that stuff. And why wouldn't we jump on the bandwagon? Because, you know what, we're supporting our nation, and so we should. And even before this tournament, the Matildas were our favourite team. Yep. If you look at all the surveys. Yeah. So, Julian, yeah, it's been a pleasure having, you th- pleasure having you this morning. Good luck to the Matildas. Can you give us a scoreline at all? 2-1.
That'll do us. Our yeah. way, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah but, Two, but, one, our way. But, but I've spoken to everyone. I said no more penalty shootouts because, you know, my heart won't take it. <laughs> oh, but by the way, has everyone seen the footage of the Matildas on the bus? No, I haven't seen that. So uh, after they win against Denmark, do yourself yeah, a favour. Yeah, do yourself a favour and take a look. Uh, so, Julie, did we score one? <laughs> um, yeah, look, uh, look, the nation's going to be, be behind the girls and let's hope they just, you know, believe in themselves and dare to dream. Just bring it home. The great Julie Dolan joining us.